Right, it's time for the bookcast. Uh, fabulous Adam Richard, the punctual Toby Sullivan. Good morning, viewers. And sitting in the Guatemalan sinkhole chair <laughs> <laughs> is Thomas Jasper. Hello, darlings. Uh, Scott Brennan is still. Uh, well, he's Indisposed. just downstairs. <laughs> I just couldn't be bothered letting him in. <laughs> He smells like last night. I can't stick up the studio. We this can't early. leave him down there too long. If we leave him waiting for too long, we'll have sex with someone. <laughs> well, we need a story for that. He'll need, he'll need a fanecdote. Oh, you'll never guess what just happened. Somehow having sex with doesn't really do justice to what, to Scott, what Scott does. does. <laughs> There's some toilets down there who I'm sure we haven't heard a report on. <laughs> The Scott Brennan Bog Report. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody in the gay world. Darlings, I just want you to know my gaydar is 100% tonight. Talk to me. Okay, Jaspers, yes. we'd like you to join in now okay. with uh, a letter to Dear Talking Puffy because we get a lot of letters from people in their 20s and, you know, <laughs> that was 20 years ago for some of yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> it has been a while. There are two key demographics for Talking Puffy. There are um, 50-year-olds who are bitter and twisted. <laughs> That's where my mother fits in. And 20-year-olds who mistake bitter twistedness for wisdom. Uh-huh. Right. So uh, here's a letter from Bevan. Uh, <laughs> That's the first mistake there. <laughs> says, they're all called Bevan. Bevan's uh, oh, right. shorthand okay. name. Uh, his surname is Anonymous. Yeah. Okay. So it's Bevan Anonymous. Right. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I'm 22 and just got my first proper boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Bevan. So much better than all those improper boyfriends. I know. Well, he says, I've been fooling around giving gobbies in cinemas and all that jazz since I was 16. <laughs> I think this is from my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never found someone who wanted to settle down with me. Uh, probably didn't help that I usually ended dates by shaking their penises instead of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Bevan's a feisty Bevan. one, isn't she? Oh, my God. I'll bet she's got a poster of Kurt from there in her bedroom. <laughs> so he's got a couple of questions. Okay. Uh, he's had a boyfriend for about a month and uh, says he hasn't actually had penetrative sex yet. Mm-hmm. We only just started oraling it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was hoping for some general first boyfriend advice. I know I can't be the only semi-young gay who could benefit semi-young. from your collective wisdom. I, I wish people would stop using the word wisdom with <laughs> to this mess. False advertising. Cards. Yeah, yeah. A series of mistakes like end-to-end <laughs> is not wisdom. Well, I guess you do learn from your mistakes and we've made plenty of plenty them. Plenty of them. <laughs> uh, he also just wants some general couples activities beyond sex, not necessarily excluding it. What are some fun couple things we can do together? Well, Bevan, I'd suggest going to the movies together. but. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to start giving a gobby to the wrong one. Could be a bit of a vicious circle. Oh, you're here. You can uh, always try and have sex with other people as well if you don't want to be having sex with your boyfriend. I find that works. I don't know. He's barely had sex with the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you've you, you got to crawl before you can slut it up. But yes, he wants to He wants to know what they can do besides reading comics and watching Babylon 5 together. Oh, they're fat. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me, actually. Just watching movies and giving each other gobbies, that's pretty much... Yeah. That's kind of... Uh, it's not yeah. too messy. No. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Don't touch a thing. Don't, don't. <laughs> like, and also, the, as for the up the bum, like, it's not... I know. People get so uptight about it, don't they? Uh, well, <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> well, so to speak. 
<laughs> the other thing is that he's 22 years old and they've been going out for a month. This probably won't go to air for another week, so they will have broken oh, up this, later. <laughs> this letter came sometime last year. They're probably, they're probably up to their fourth and fifth boyfriends by now. But we like to answer the questions for everybody to hear the answers. You're exactly right, Adam, to refer to your earlier comment. People get so wound up about it's not about sex till I stick my dick in the bum. Mm. Oh, look, speaking from my own personal experience, I was 19... I think, and mm. I had a 17-year-old boyfriend at mm. the time, and we'd both had sex up the bum mm. once or twice with other people, but uh, they were the first, um, we were the first person to go the other way around. Like, sure. We, were, we had the Mexican standoff of two bottoms going, well, I don't know where <laughs> to put it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. I lost my bum virginity on Year 9 school camp. <laughs> <laughs> Bum virginity. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a thing. Yeah. And that's why, <laughs> that's why a, some scholasticas has cancelled their horse riding activities for the rest of time. Yes, St. Bede's yeah. College offers a very educational <laughs> school camp. St. Bede's, I should have fucking known. I should have put money on that. Um, yeah, right. Year 9 school camp. Precocious. Yeah. yeah, I didn't wait till I was 22. And So dead. he's now been moved to a different parish. <laughs> Uh, no, he's now he's he's now married with kids and yeah. yeah. Same, same with my the first guy I had sex with was well the first time I had sex was up the bum with my best friend at school. But he's now married with kids. It was just yeah. You could experiment back then, and I feel like now kids aren't allowed to experiment. Like, I feel well, like not, you have to not choose. With you. With, well, not with me, clearly. Um, <laughs> I do breakfast radio in Hobart. There is a precedence. <laughs> but like, there's. I feel like kids can't be experimental anymore. You've got to declare. Yeah. Sexuality You've got to be early. well. No, I'm I'm gay now, or I'm bi, or I'm. Yeah, it's true. And it's yeah, like, it used to be a lot easier for kids to keep everything really secret. Like, yes. you, like I could secretly go off with my friend and do stuff, and maybe a couple people bum. knew about it. But it didn't go on Twitter and Facebook and all that yeah, sort of stuff. True. And now everybody, as soon as anything happens, everybody knows about it. Yes, there's a video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or there's Snapchat. Like. <laughs> Snapchat. Oh. Me and Jasper's were Snapchatting each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. But I've got a different profile that I haven't given you. Then yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see those. <laughs> I'm just happy for the photos you take of homeless people asleep on the train. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first thing, stop freaking out, Bevan. Yeah. Yeah. About about poop love. It's okay. You, you put oh, it's it up there you're probably actually you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of trouble. Do, do you know what? It's like the Arrested Development movie. It's going to happen when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there's no sense in panicking over yeah. it. Um, uh, second thing, couples activities. Well. Gosh. You know what? If you don't have anything in common other than having sex mm. and you can't agree on anything, mm. maybe maybe it's not. Maybe he's not the one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, although having said that. Anthony Clear and Tim Campbell get along quite well. They get along very well. <laughs> they have a lot of, they like music. Yeah. And each other. Yeah. They've got that in common. And um, Mariah Carey. and They love Mariah. I love yeah, but I mean, I, I, although if I look at you, Toby, in your relationship, mm. the one thing that drives you mad more than anything mm. is Peter is banging on person. about fucking coding. <laughs> yes, <laughs> his other his other various interests, and I'm sure his eyes roll back in his head when you start to talk about commercial airlines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> we nearly had a fight the other day because. Um, Emirates has started the new route with A380s going to Auckland and it flies right over our house and he right. was talking about something and the A380 came straight over the house and I was like, shut up, shut up, I have to watch the plane. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is what I've got to look forward to. 
yeah. So you know, maybe maybe we are throwing the baby out with the bathwater by saying if you've got nothing yeah, yeah, in common. Yeah. Do you want? Know I think sometimes with these things, the secret is just be selfish. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just do what you want to do, and then see if he follows. Yeah. You know, and, and vice versa. Yeah. So what do you like doing? I'll come to that. Exactly. But if there's, you know, like clearly they're nerds. If you've had enough of your uh, Swamp Thing and Watchmen comic, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, but they, he, which then is we go get Outland on DVD and watch that together. You could do that. <laughs> <laughs> $15 at the moment from the ABC shop, of which I get nothing. Uh, so don't bother. The ABC doesn't need the fucking money. Uh, a bunch of assholes. Um, Adam, Spicks and Specs won't endlessly remake itself. <laughs> oh, no, apparently it will. You know Sorry, what? I take that That's back. one of those shit jobs that I'll probably get. <laughs> Every time I'm up for a TV show, I go... Oh, I'm going to get this one because it's terrible. <laughs> it's with the dog training. I'll get this. You know, I've I've wanted to do a, a talking poofy game show for some time. Oh, we should totally do it. And I want to call it Spicks and Poofs. No. Oh, <laughs> I reckon it should be called Shit Happens. <laughs> <laughs> Shit Happens sounds like one of those Japanese obstacle courses shows. <laughs> well, generally with gay sex, it does. That's <laughs> true. True, actually. The resemblances don't in there. They're usually the pool noodle and... <laughs> Well, the ABC is commissioning all sorts of things this year, so you could probably get that put on probably there. Probably could get yeah. that through. Slip that through. Matron. Matron. You know. Well, Sorry, Bev. I'm totally distracted. If Trevor Ashley can have his own show on SBS, we should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Dals. We've got a great show on now. <laughs> Has he got a show on SBS? Yeah. What is it? Well, Trevor Ashley's World of Trevor. I don't know. No, I think he had a pilot on oh. SBS. I'm not sure if he's got oh. the show yet. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Jesus Christ, every time some fag had a pilot. (laughs) (laughs) And Joel Creasy would be a very busy man. (laughs) Hey, there's a reason he gets frequent fly. Uh, (laughs) Now we're feeding into the thing where Creasy thinks we're talking about him all the time. Oh, yes. Creasy's paranoid that this whole podcast is designed just (laughs) to make him feel inadequate. inadequate. If he listened to it, he'd really doesn't need the podcast to make him feel inadequate. Wow. Jasper's used to live with Chris. Does he smoke weed? No. Is this weed oh, paranoia? No. 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 What's he talking about? He's very about? straight-laced. He's got animal paranoia, possibly. Oh. <laughs> Never heard of such a thing. I have here a list of people this podcast is secretly about. <laughs> Seriously, like we've mentioned him like three times maybe in the entire I think he got some tweets of some people. I don't think he listens to it. Yeah. I, I think they've think confused him for Wes. Right. Okay. I think someone's <laughs> met him and gone, oh, you're the taxi driver yeah, sucking I told off letters-obsessed weirdo. <laughs> I told him you're far too busy making fun of Scott to even think about him. But Yeah, Creasy's way back in the queue. Yeah. yeah. We've barely Scott? got... I think it goes Scott, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor's a new thing and I only do that when you're here. Oh, okay. I, I love it. <laughs> I've got a very special Trevor Ashley joke coming up. Oh, really? Oh, brilliant. Well, uh, we should, you know who would be perfect to talk about this particular issue with Bevan and his, you know, new sex and his new relationship? Yeah. Is an old hand. Yeah. (laughs) As it were. (laughs) It's called Brew Labs. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Hey, Brew, how's it going? Hello, Dals, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Prue, it's been too long. It has been too long, hasn't it? Gosh, you you must have been busy. I've been waiting by the phone, you cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Prue, can we introduce you to uh, Thomas Jaspers? Hi, uh, Prue, I'm a big fan of yours. Oh, really? Hello, Thomas, how old are you? I'm (laughs) (laughs) 20-something. No. (laughs) (laughs) Too old. Oh, Prue. 
<laughs> he just came in specially when I said we were going to call you. Oh, really? Oh, well, his age starts with a two. I'm not interested. <laughs> so, Got to start with a one or a zero. <laughs> what are you? The Andy Muir head of the gay scene? <laughs> oh, get hurt. Selfish. No, I'm pleased to meet you, Thomas Jasper. I'm sure I'll probably run into you in some dank little shithole somewhere anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Called on Wellington. Yeah, no, by dang little shithole, I do mean Scott Brennan. <laughs> I wouldn't go near him with a six-inch pole. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. <laughs> so, Prue, uh, basically we've had a letter asking, what do we do uh, in our new, fresh, burgeoning relationship other than mm-hmm. bum each other off? Oh, what else is there to do? <laughs> God. No, Prue, come on, come on. Think this through. This this young man is in the the first bloom of love and obviously his <laughs> his his how knocked the cap off it, shall we say, and yes, is, and is right. now thinking, well, now I've got to forge a relationship with with my friend. So he's oh, looking for gosh. general couples advice. This little, well, how about, little well-meaning how about, social retard wants to think of things to do. All right, how about putting down the fucking iPhone for five minutes and having a conversation? Oh, controversial. Mm. It is well, the young you know, person's curse. It is the young person's curse. It's like Mike Tristan, oh, God, he's either slipping it to me or he's playing Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> he's never combined, has he? Uh, actually, yes, is I do it? have a very flat back. So <laughs> Flipped you the angry bird. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's knocked my little piggies over and tell you now. <laughs> That's not even a thing, Prue. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, yes, so, I so, so, number one, get off the screen. Put down PlayStation. And... You know, put it down, have a conversation. Yes, that's number one. Yeah, but uh, well, number how, two... how will you find another hookup for the end of yeah. the relationship, which is imminent? <laughs> Indeed. If yes, you're not looking right. at your phone. <laughs> well, that's true. You've got to be, you know, you've got to be booking in the next one before the first one's finished, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like realestate.com.au. You don't want to move into a house. You don't want to move out of a house without one to move into. <laughs> But look, my advice, and this has actually kept my relationship alive. Yes. Start doing drag. Really? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Endless conversations about eyeliner and how high your heels should be. <laughs> and there's nothing like trying to push away a drunk Greek taxi driver to make your boyfriend more interested. <laughs> So, so Prue, are we to infer that, that Tristan's picked up the, the face paint? Uh, well, he's picked it up to apply to me. Uh, oh, if he actually right. picked up the face paint, we would become two of the biggest bitches. We would compete so much and oh, I would yes. set fire to him in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so only one of you have to decide who's going to do drag because he can't be competing. You know what drag queens are like? They're horrible. I'm yes. a nice one, but they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so 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 someone is Robin to the drag queen's Batman. Yeah, you need a, a drag oh, sidekick. Exactly, that is exactly true. Yes. Is um, it, so yeah, if there's two, if there's two drag queens, is that like a double negative? Does it like it really? Yeah, the universe ends. It just <laughs> <laughs> creates a singularity. Exactly. Yeah, you just end up backing towards each other. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, two bottoms, no top. What a disaster. <laughs> exactly. That's what rolling pins are for. <laughs> a, a drag-based relationship. Yeah, oh. sure, yes. sure. The, the only th- way to go. The only thing I would be uh, concerned about is it's when, like, couples work at the same job together. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just oh, yeah. all work, no recreation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No space. Yes. Exactly. Well, look, you know, basically, Tris and I have absolutely nothing in common apart from lipstick and bumming. (laughs) It's enough. That's what I'm saying. It's enough to keep a relationship alive. What does Tristan do? Um, well, usually just dirties his, under his fingernails most of the time. <laughs> no, he's, he's actually still at high school. He's repeating year 10 for, I think it's the fifth time. Right, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But he's got a part-time job, though. Like, you know, your allowance well, look, doesn't no, stretch very far. Sweetheart, drilling glory holes is not paid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could get some kind of funding, though. We'll have to look into that. F- flood reconstruction. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, thank you so much, Prolapse. It's lovely to speak oh, to you, as always. My pleasure. It was lovely to meet you. It's an honour to meet you, too. Oh, you're, oh you sound lovely, though. <laughs> Gosh, don't I might make you. an exception for you. <laughs> <laughs> How are you with bumming? <laughs> I think we might have a similar problem with the two drag queens. Oh, really? <laughs> you can't ask a lady to her religion on the radio. <laughs> Thank you so much, Prelapse. Thanks, darling. Bye. I mean, Lindsay Lohan used to be so attractive. Now she just looks like Morrissey with tits. Well, it's time to catch up with our sexpert, Colin Badruni from the Victorian AIDS Council. How are you going, darling? Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Don't gild the lily. (laughs) Really, really well. I'm thrilled um, and somewhat honoured to be part of this program. (laughs) (laughs) Is that why every time we call you, you don't answer? (laughs) What what show am I on now? This is the Poofcast. (laughs) Yes, we have to keep buying prepaid SIM cards so you answer the phone. <laughs> you keep blocking, you know, every time. I know. You block a new number. It has been actually the better part of six months since we've spoken to you on this podcast. Yeah, and it was weird. Just to um, uh, pick up on the uh, previous point, your phone, this number was blocked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See? Yeah. That's... See? I promised you, didn't I? <laughs> that's part of our cunning plan. <laughs> anyway, let's get down. Let's get funky. Well, uh, we wanted to ask you a question yeah. uh, about there has been, it's been widely reported lately that there's been quite a rise in the uh, detection of HIV in our community. Yeah. Do you have any theories on that? or Because uh, I was wondering whether it was just people getting tested more because, they're, you know, you guys have been more selling, and selling the testing angle. Or has, okay. has there been a rise in infection? So over the, um, over the past five years, mm. the proportion of men who report ever having been tested for HIV has increased very significantly, and it now sits at around just over 90%. Wow. True. Yeah. That's good. That is great mm. work. However, however, 
No significant change has really been observed in the proportion of like non-HIV positive men, HIV negative men, mm. in other words, reporting recent testing for HIV during, like, for instance, between 2007 and 2011. So, um, so, so pe- people are going and getting tested and going, oh, well, that's done for my entire <laughs> life now. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. part of it, part of it may be explained um, uh, as an artifact of testing. Uh, another thing is that, uh, in terms of what the reason is why the figures went up last year by twenty percent, uh, but in the previous year had gone down, and 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 to date this year look like they're going back down again. Oh, that's good. Yeah, is that um, well? There's a variety of things, and we can sort of check them off. First thing is, in terms of um, epidemics. Epidemics wax and wane, uh, mm. and for the dumb le- a listener who doesn't know what wax and wane means, Present. it's going up and down. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like Scott uh, Brennan's underpants. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised I was probably explaining wax and wane to the hosts of the program. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> uh, so, yes, epidemics do go up and down. Um I guess uh, last year obviously was a concern for us, but I, I, it didn't really represent a trend because in the previous uh, four years to last year, um, the the epidemic remained fairly static. So we plateaued basically. Right. Um, but and, and and as I say, the uh, the figures look like they're going down this year. In terms of the reasons why it happens, like often I've been in this. Uh, business for a long time. I know, nearly six months. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so I I think I can speak with some authority, therefore, uh, that... um, that basically, whenever there's a there's a uh, a rise in new infections, you get an awful lot of 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 very kind of um, of, often quite emotive discussion in the press and on the radio and all sorts of in the media. Let's say everyone's got AIDS. Run for the hills! <laughs> right. New Zealand and dog bludgers are giving everyone AIDS. <laughs> right. Well, it's 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 dumb young people. It's dumb young people who are complacent. It's dumb young people who are complacent and who are on drugs. It's oh, this is what the media is saying. Everyone's going to disco raves and <laughs> taking yeah. AIDS tablets. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Are you yeah, sure that's... we're not catching it from AIDSians? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what they told me on A Current Affair. <laughs> oh, they come here and they take over our epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> they take our jobs. They take our T-cells. So basically, but, but, but the short answer to the question is that no one really knows why um, in any given time it goes up. I mean, the, the, the proportion of people who have um, unprotected anal intercourse in casual settings... Mm. Um, uh, butt has, sluts, to use this technical term. Butt sluts. Thank you. Um, Bareback butt sluts. Bareback butt sluts. <laughs> Has, has risen, um, risen sort of slightly over the past five years, but sort of sits at around about 21, 22%, which is not really different to what it's like in Sydney, for instance. Um, so it's, uh, my theory about this is really that, that the fact of the matter is that some people uh, play the odds 
and right. Yeah, right. Some, of them, some of them lose, you know. Mm. And we're not perfect. It sounds pretty shit odds, I must yeah. say. That's, that's not low enough. Do you, how, how do you find out whether people are not, you know, using condom? Are you running around saunas with a torch? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sneaking into bed, people's bedrooms, lifting up dunas. Are you, are you upskirting people while they're, <laughs> while they're it does occupy, It does occupy a, a, a large part of my job. <laughs> uh, no, basically, we've got this thing called the Gay Periodic Survey, which is done every year in Melbourne. Right. So and we get a longitud- what we call a longitudinal analysis of the sexual habits of, um, of gay men. Right. And do these stats sort of correlate with the rest of the Western world? Like, are we sort of in line when we have an increase around the world sort of has an increase? Uh, no. In fact, um, in, in kind of what we would call the gay epicentre of the United States, which is um, San Francisco, mm. It looks like they're um, having a reduction in infection. Right. Wow. Um, but, but San Francisco is a really interesting example in terms of population health because the decision that they've made in relation to newly diagnosed HIV-positive men is to put everybody on antiretroviral treatment immediately. Really? Yes, in an effort to reduce what we call the communal viral load, so the amount of virus that's out in the um, in the in, in the uh, community. Now, that's not an uncontroversial decision to make, and it's certainly not a cost-neutral decision to make. No, that's expensive. Mm. Very expensive, those, but also those drugs aren't cheap. <laughs> those drugs aren't cheap, and also the the thing is that people need to be. Once they make a commitment to antiretroviral therapy, they've got to understand that it's forever. Oh, so sometimes you might just bomb people with drugs and then they, they don't they go off it and then that gives the infection time to build resistance or something? Or Exactly. So it's like, it's like, are... an, like an antibiotic problem mm, when people yes, subscribe yeah. antibiotics. Yeah, right. Exactly right. And um, I don't think any, any public health official would, would like to say that the, the legacy of their tenure was the creation of multi-drug resistant HIV. Mm. Oh, yeah, dear. but you know, by the same token, though, if I went to the doctor and he said you got HIV, I would... I would want a pill, like there and there. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what and I mean? Toby, I, w- I would not be happy with just seeing how it goes. <laughs> yep, no. And Toby, that, that, that would be great for you because you'd be very committed to the therapy and, and, you'd, and you'd sort of regularly take your doses on time and all that stuff. But the thing is that some people aren't ready to do that. No. And what we've actually discovered with, um, with uh, medication in the general community is that people are considered to be adherent to their dosing regimens if they take their pills 70% of the time. Um, With HIV, if you did it 70% of the time, then resistance would set in very, very quickly. Yeah. So the the level of compliance that is is, uh, required of people who who have HIV is is really up around sort of 95 to 100%. You need to really be able to take these drugs all the time. It is so frustrating, isn't it? Like, how stupid are fags? Like, we can't... We can't remember not to bear back in the first place. And then when we do, we can't remember to take the pills that are going to fix it. Like, well, seriously, Queens, just, just like, get a notepad or something. Set like, a Google alert. Set a reminder on your fucking iPhone. You somehow, somehow we can remember to... every quote from Sex and the City, though. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're walking around with the collected works of Patty fucking Lapone yeah. in our heads. We can't remember yeah. not to fuck someone without a condom. It's not now, that hard. In fairness to our, our gay brothers, Toby, <laughs> oh, I, yes. would, 
say that we are no better or worse than the heterosexual population when it comes to that. I don't think um, m most uh, straight boys sort of um, scoring a route at, down at, um, at the love machine this Saturday night are going to be wearing condoms. Look, Colin, I am very happy to extend my misanthropy to a population-wide bias. <laughs> right. Humans, you shit me! You're fucking up for everybody! <laughs> Do you know what I feel like? I feel like we want more Roddy McDowell in Planet of the Apes. I say, <laughs> give it to the apes. You never saw Roddy McDowell never fucked, you know, Simba up the ass without thought, a condom in Planet of the Apes. I thought we we caught it from the apes. It wasn't that the, the <laughs> Oh, well now we're screwed. Was, isn't that the urban myth? <laughs> I have had it. Some, some, a, I don't think it's a myth, actually. Someone sucked off a monkey and that's how we all got AIDS. Well, in that case, I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> There's a, there's a whole kind of school of thought that it actually came from the consumption of monkey meat. Oh, oh. yeah. So it's kind of like, it's like mad cow for poofness. <laughs> <laughs> it's gay mad chimp disease. Uh, I'm really not appreciating the tone of this conversation. <laughs> You've appreciated the tone of any of our conversations, Colin? <laughs> Pretty much no. No. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is uh, it's not it's not anything to be alarmed by. It's just the media doing what they do best, which is alarming us about things that aren't yeah, yeah. That and alarming. don't eat monkey oh, meat. I think I think <laughs> I think any if we're getting back to the rise in HIV notifications, any rise in notifications is I mean of course for alarm in me, mm. um, and um, uh, basically I, I, along with a whole bunch of other people who work in this um, HIV AIDS sector, got together and we authored this thing called the, um, the Melbourne Declaration, mm. which was launched at um, the recent Australasian Society of HIV Medicine conference in Melbourne. And basically what we're trying to do is get a whole bunch of new tools um, to combat, uh, to, to uh, add to the um, to the um, HIV prevention uh, toolbox. So we're looking at things like, uh, there's a thing called PrEP, which is um, antiretroviral drugs for HIV negative men right. um, that, that you can take um, uh, in an effort to... Um, like a to booster shot. Sort of no, well, it, it's a at the moment it's a continuous therapy. So again, it would be you'd need to take these drugs every day. Um, uh, so they're antiretroviral drugs, but to, that will prevent HIV infection. They think. So is that for people who are having a lot of sex and possibly coming into contact with it, or you know, hospital workers, or just well, with, anyone? With, with hospital workers and what they call um, occupational exposure to HIV, there, were, there has always been what we call post-exposure prophylaxis, which yes. is basically a month of treatment. And that's also available to gay men um, uh, uh, at the moment through the Alfred. But no, this it, it operates on the same, the same principle, but it's less drugs. It's only one drug. Right. So it's been approved in the United States for this use um, in HIV-negative men. And I think you're absolutely right. Um, that it would be, it's not for everybody and it would basically is for people who... Um, uh, like I have sex once a month, it'd be pointless. It's a waste of time. <laughs> right. Like it depends who you have sex with. Well, generally myself. <laughs> I'm, I seem to be the only one there most of the time. I mean, I'll, I'll go to a sauna, but I'm generally the only one there. <laughs> oh, that's Which the loneliest trip. 
in a nice way to testing. Have you, have you had a recent test, Adam? Uh, no, I haven't had a test since oh, maybe about six years, which is just before oh, I got into a, a monotonous relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You're showing up in Colin's stats. I am. You've been tested, um, but not recently. Not recently. There you go. I see you, actually. I see you at stat number 2,400. <laughs> 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 well, I'll get, I'll get on to that. I'll go and get tested, but... Again, it, well, it makes me think, oh, well, then then I would feel I would have to have sex to justify. <laughs> Shame to waste a trip. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I've, I've had the blood test. I feel like I should go out and, you know. <laughs> well, they could, make it, they could make it part of the package when you go for a test. <laughs> you get sucked off by the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so Thanks, much, Colin. Colin. Bye, puppies. Bye. 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 Oh, that was the Poofcast. Uh, Scratch it. I'm scratching it off the list. There you go. Done. Done. Thank you, Jasper. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. Well, we shall see you very shortly. Sounds lovely. Big air kisses. Uh, Go and see Jasper's. He's uh, performing in the midsummer if you're in Melbourne. Yeah, February 1st and 2nd at the Greyhound Hotel in Twonks. Twonks with... uh, Twonks, the past tense of twinks. Past tense of twinks. (laughs) Hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. With Nate Velvo, who's also a frequent contributor to the Mm -hmm. Poofcast, and Joel Crazy, the biggest target. Never of heard of him. Who, who thinks we're talking about him all the time? <laughs> uh, and also, you're doing a show for Comedy Festival. I am doing a show for Comedy Festival. No, no place like Homo at the Horse Bazaar. The Horse really? Bazaar. Yes. A solo show. Yeah. Oh, nice. Just two weeks. The first two weeks. The there best two weeks. That's great. That'll be on sale by the time this goes to air. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. So get on to that. At the spend uh, all your money on seeing website. Tom Jasper's yeah. telling jokes. Yes. Yeah. Spend all your money. And you can hang out with my mum at the bar. She'll be there (laughs) every night. She doing front of house for you? (laughs) Quite possibly, yeah. I think she's bought half the ticket. (laughs) Easy to try. All right, well, that's the Poofcast. Joel Greasy, I'm thinking about you. Uh, Tune in next week. Joel Greasy. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find Joel Greasy. Or uh, follow us on Twitter. Joel Greasy. <laughs> we'll be back next time. Joel Grey is out. Howie's trying not to have Toby jump down outside about anything. It's terrifying. <laughs> I don't jump down anywhere. Shitting myself throat. in the corner over here. I'm a giver. I'm really supportive of everything. Except that time that I said, haven't you seen the so-and-so video? Yeah, and, gay piece of and shit. And 20 minutes later, after screaming at me, he called me a gay piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> with love. You know, love. You're an aggressive kind of... He's, he, he gives you a cuddle with a, a little cuddle with yeah. a little spike in it. Yeah. No, it's just... Good radio is driven by opinions.
You're the Alan Jones of gay radio. <laughs> <laughs> this is the gaydio. The gaydio. <laughs> I love that Alan Jones clip of him just screaming, shut the fuck up! Oh, <laughs> that, that long audio clip yeah, where he's yeah, screaming yeah, yeah, it like yeah, yeah, some... Yeah. Desk person or something. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about what about the um the uh, the John Laws bit? If John fucking Laws is in here. There <laughs> yeah, won't be this much yeah. dust. <laughs> I love it because I, I so feel that emotion. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I fuck, why is everything hard? <laughs> Poor Alan Jones. Talk poofy to me.